Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 4 o'clock on the number one sports talk show for your drive home. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour is brought to you by Mark Spain, real estate guys. Talking a lot about the coaching hires today. DQ, Dan Quinn gets hired as the commander's new head coach. This coaching cycle is done. No Belichick, no Brable. There's other guys that were in the mix. They don't get jobs. Uh, we'll continue to talk about it. Raheem Morris's official press conference is Monday. Mike and I will be there 2 o'clock down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We're also going to get a chance to have an exclusive with Raheem Morris and our general manager, Terry Fontenot. Looking forward to that on Monday. Make sure you are here. Yeah. Right now, though, we want to talk some college football with our man, Rusty Manziel. Let's talk some dogs. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. Rusty, uh, there's a lot going on, and we wanted to get you on to talk about, you know, this NIL and how it's mm-hmm. affecting uh, college football, but more importantly, how it's affecting the professional ranks. We saw something happen this week that a lot of people may or may not have been paying attention to. Jeff Hathley, the uh, head coach at Boston College, says, you know what? Uh, all this NIL stuff, I don't want to deal with it. I'm going to go back to the NFL. He's now the Packers D.C., and it's weird that you you find this, Rusty, where a head coach leaves the college ranks and goes to the NFL. But we're hearing this a lot, aren't we, from college coaches, how this is affecting their mental health, more importantly, their their jobs now and how there's no downtime. There's a lot of changes going on. It's, it's, it will be, we can talk the rest of the night. And we could talk. We could talk the next four hours on what's wrong with everything around all this. But the one thing I, I talked to a Power Five assistant coach this morning, and the one thing that he was consistent with that he hears from other guys, and and certainly played into that decision to leave Boston College to go be an assistant coach NFL. These guys don't get to coach anymore. Like coach ball, spend time with your players because. If you're spending time with your players, you're freaking recruiting them. You're recruiting your roster. You're re-recruiting your roster. You know, you're not talking X's and O's. You're talking about, hey, are you leaving or are you staying? Are you going to fight for this job or not? I mean, I I didn't really think about that side of it because, you know, the the NIL and everything and the schedule and the calendar, it's crazy. They can can make so many changes all that. But I never really thought about these guys are coaches. They chose this profession. All these guys didn't start out making a million dollars a year. They started out as GAs and QCs and making $25,000 a year at these places, and they've built up. So, you know, I never, that was interesting to me. Like, they don't get to coach ball as much anymore, and that's why they're in this thing. So, man, you know, not everybody's going to have the opportunity he had to go to the NFL. But I can assure you this, if you're a college coach and that NFL comes calling, it's going to be hard to say no. 
I'm with you, Rusty. And even crazier, you know, we've been charting what's going down with Bama because th- this isn't to do with NIL. It's just obviously, you know, y- you can't replace a guy like Saban, but DeBoer comes in. Right. And then word comes out here today that the OC, Ryan Grubb, is apparently a candidate for the Seahawks job. We just talked about Carl, the Boston College coach, leaving for a D.C. job. So that's not good for Kalen DeBoer, I would think, if, if this is accurate. No. This guy's thinking about leaving the ship already. Well, I mean, look at it. He's from up. He's, uh, he's been in that area. He's been successful on the collegiate level. You, you, you get about four or five days at Alabama, you think, wait a minute, this is for real down here. Like, there's mm-hmm. no there's no off switch in the SEC right. in this. But, you know, to go to the Seattle and, and go to the NFL, I mean, I don't know the whole story behind that. This guy's highly respected offensive coordinator. But I'm just telling you, but, you know, and, and we, you guys talked about it last year. You had me on last year. The Philadelphia Eagles made a run at Glenn Schumann. Not once, mm. but twice. Yep. So that tells you he almost went the first time. And so, you know, George has done well to keep on and, and hold on to him. But if listen, guys, if college football don't make some changes, it's not going to be the Kirby Smarts and all these guys. You can talk about their salaries and all that. It's going to be the next Kirby Smarts. The guys that are young stud coaches are like, you know what? I'm 32 years old. I'm not cut for this. I better get to the NFL. If I'm going to have a life, I'm going to have a family, and those types of things, and it should not be that way. We've, 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 we've operated 100 years with college football. It should not be if somebody looks at that profession and goes, I've got to get the hell out of this thing. Should never have gotten to this point. We're talking with Rusty Menzel on three guys. Check out the website. It's absolutely incredible. They do a terrific job. Uh, we want to get your thoughts also on this Tennessee thing. Because I just don't think they have – I'm talking about the NCAA. I don't think they yeah. have any footing, Rusty. I, this isn't 1988 anymore, right? I mean, Correct. you, you yeah. can't say, oh, we're coming down hard on you and there's no guardrails, no rules per se, states with different laws as uh, it applies to NIL and what's going on. How are you coming down on them when everybody's doing pretty much the same thing? i tell you what, Tennessee, and I don't know if you guys saw in the last hour their AD, Danny White, issued a statement. Yep, and they basically they've dug in now. They have dug in, <laughs> and, and and let me tell you something. Have you ever heard the statement? It means more when I see Alabama fans like, "Hell yeah, go get them, Tennessee, go right. get them." You know what I mean? Like everybody knows this. This is the battle. This is the one right here. Is the NCAA going to survive this? Because if they get hit in the mouth and they can't do anything about it, it's a wrap for them. It's, it's over. They have no. They have no power here. And, I'm telling you, man, Tennessee has dug in from the governor, Bill Lee, the AD, the president of the university, and that statement today by that AD saying, you know what, you want to leak some information and come after us, we're not going to do it. We're not scared of you. Right. And I'm telling you, man, this, this every, every I hate to use this terminology, but every war has that battle, right. and this is the one. This is, this is going to change the landscape of how college football is handled from here on out. Because Virginia's in now, they had a Tennessee offensive lineman file suit today. I don't know if you guys saw that, Jackson yep. Lampley. I mean, Tennessee is all in, saying, "Bring it on, Indianapolis. We want all of you right now." And this is this is interesting right here. It's Rusty Mansell, guys. Dogs Head HQ on three sports. Of course, here I'm on the Steakhouse. I was telling Carl earlier. I'm like, why did Florida State hit the chicken switch? I guess there's only so many lawsuits Florida State can be involved in at one time, Rusty. Because, <laughs> and by the way, if you're looking for the SI article, I guess a lot of this goes down, or at least what they're purporting it to be, is about the recruitment of the big stud quarterback, right? I'm Aleva. Yeah, Nico. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. yeah. And it just to me, if if this goes down. And we're not legal experts, but in Virginia, by the way, their attorney general, along with the Tennessee attorney general, to your point, are in right. on this. It's a sea change. I mean, this is this is ten times bigger than Ed O'Bannon and everything. 
oh, oh God, yeah, this is – I'm telling you, this is the one. This is the one because everybody – the NCAA has screwed this thing up immensely from the start. You know, they basically thought the, the government and Congress and everybody's going to be behind them. Nobody has their back in this deal. And, and this Nico deal – it's going to be interesting how deep this goes. What do they have? It's a third party. You know, you have a right. third party. The collectors are a third party, you know. And so how they backtrack, how they do all this stuff, it's just fascinating to me. But I'm telling you right now, I've never seen a university to 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 publicly say, we want you. And that's what they're saying. Yeah, bring it. Bring it on. Let, tell us where to show up. We're, we got our lawyers. Y'all come on, and we're going to find out. You know, it's Mike, we're the same age. It's that, that's that Red Dawn movie. <laughs> Sooner or later, two biggest kids on the block are going to fight. fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's, that's, about, that's about what's going to happen right now. I mean, they're 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 going to square up at some point, and the entire world of college football, from ads to coaches to parents to collectives, are sitting right there watching everything is happening because they know the importance of the outcome of what happens right here. Rusty, you know, we were talking about this on your website the other day about the average NIL, and you've got a listing yeah. there. Mm-hmm. How do you guys come up with that number? I mean, I know it's that an is average. A great, oh man, I get that a million times. How do you I come get up it with a million number? times. Okay, okay, so that so so that is it, it's uh, it's basically and Shannon Terry started that, who's our CEO, and basically that is what your that would what that's what your worth would be if you were to sign a contract. If Mike Bell were mm-hmm. to endorse Hey Man Beer, right. and you get you get you have certain amount of social media followers. That's what your rough estimate value would be to contract you. Like if you want to do promote it, that type of thing. Is it an absolute number? Absolutely not. There's a lot of factors that go into it, you know, some collectives, all that. But it's not one of those things. And we really have to explain that uh, several times. That's not 100%, you know, 100% correct. It's based off some information that we have from athletes, some collectives, those types of things. So basically, the more followers you have, the more you're worth. And that's kind of the world of advertising. Now, I know what's going on as well behind the scenes. And it doesn't, some of these freshmen, it doesn't matter how many followers they have. They're making a hell of a lot more money than it's on that NIL value. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I will say this. I will say this. I'm confident if you're a, if you're a current player, say it's a junior or senior, and you have an NIL value, that's where we are behind the scenes. We are able to capture a pretty good number. Uh, I don't want to bring a couple of names up, but I'll, I'll say specifically some guys that came back for certain years in college. Uh, we kind of know the numbers of what it took those universities to get them, and I was surprised how close that NIL evaluation was from on three. So, you know, we're still learning in the data side of that, and, and, and we're learning with that. But that's something that's unique to us. And the world of NIL is not going anywhere. That's something that will continue to mold and get better as we go on. Uh, but a, but a, a sophomore in high school shouldn't look at that and say, my NIL, NIL value is $89,000. You go, I need my $90,000 right now. That's not how that thing works. It's potential earnings based off the footprints you have in the social media world. It is our man, Rusty Abanzel, guys, breaking it down. Now, real quick, because there's there's so much stuff going down, it's like the news is just dropping. But in the meantime, what's going down in Mobile? I don't want to sound like uh, we're prisoners of the moment, Rusty, but Carl and I were watching Bo Nicks look terrible yesterday making throws at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, some, some, some Florida State players look good, but one guy who still looks like a rock star is Lad McConkey. Dude, you both know this, and you both know the game as much as I do, and you watch NFL that compressed area of the red zone, the ability to be able to create separation, the value of that right there 
Lad McConkey is going to eat DBs alive in short area suddenness. That's what they call it. And and you saw those out routes and those things and everything, Georgia. He's got top end speed, but so does every damn DB in the NFL. Mm. How can you create that separation to be able to make that throw into a tight window? Listen, the Falcons hadn't done enough drafting in Athens, but I'm asking Arthur Blink, please, for the love of God, go get Lad McConkey. <laughs> Second or third round, I don't care. Go yeah. get Lad McConkey, and let's sell the hell out of those McConkey jerseys in this state, and let's let this kid just absolutely rain terror on teams, and Lord, don't let him come in from an opposing team and tear us up. We've seen enough of that. And Rusty, did we see? We didn't see the best of him. He's great, but no, I'm saying, hurt. He, yeah. yeah, the injuries, right? We didn't see the yeah, best yeah. of him. Yeah, he was hurt, man, this year, especially this year. I, you know, I, I told the story. The national, the SEC championship game. I, I did some stuff with Fox about an hour after the game, and when I saw Brock Bowers and Lad McConkey walk to the bus, I couldn't believe they played. I couldn't believe they played in that game. To be honest with you. Uh, Brock Bowers barely could walk, but Lab McConkey noticeably limp. He had he had an issue all year. He had a back, then he had an ankle. Uh, but he's going to be fine. You know, he's going to be fine when he. And you see the routes, man. I mean, he's he carves people up. And uh, I, I tell people this: I went to Darlington High School in June of 2019, and I saw Jameer Gibbs, and I put a tweet out. I said, "This kid is Alvin Kamara. He had no offers. He was unbelievable." Wow. And I looked at Lab McConkey. And that coach told me this guy's unbelievable. And I looked at Lad McConkey. I said, Coach, there ain't no way. There, that, that dude, there ain't no way that guy's <laughs> that guy. And I was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but he was playing quarterback, and he's small. And you're like, I don't know, man. So I, I, I apologize to Lad every time I see him, and he knows that. I'm like, dude, I, I was wrong. I had Jameer Gibbs on the other field. I, I was right on that <laughs> one. But, but, but being Lad McConkey, I was like, man, this, this dude's, this dude's a noodle, man. But he's gotten so much bigger. Kudos to Kirby Smart and those guys because if Kirby Smart doesn't make that offer, he ends up at UTC, and there's no telling where he is in life. But that offer late in that basketball game that Kirby Smart went to see him play because he never worked out for UGA staff. They had to trust their evaluation. And when Kirby Smart went to watch him play in North Murray, watch him play basketball, he said, this guy's quick, this guy's twitchy enough. And, and that decision for Lad McConkey forever changed his life. Isn't it crazy? Because Kirby yeah. loves hoops, he's he loves hoops. He can he oh, can yeah. hoop, and he you know the the games at Alabama when he was there with Nick and legendary and all that stuff. But he, off a basketball game, the evaluation of the talent, athleticism, uh, athleticism, uh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, hey, listen, all these kids in, in high school they're specializing and they're not doing multiple sports. I mean, you get your butt out there and play multiple sports because they evaluate you in every situation. And uh, Kirby Smart was at Westlake High School this week watching a 6'8", 320-pound offensive tackle play basketball. You think he wasn't watching him close to yep. see how his feet were? Yep. I mean, that's, and he's not the only coach in America that does that, but Kirby Smart just t- trusted himself enough to see Lab McConkey that night and go, you know what, this guy can play for us. Crazy. Rusty, great job as always, man. Listen to him on the Steakhouse. Follow him on social media. Stay up on some of these things, guys, we're talking about. He's all over it. And check out On 3 as well. Rusty, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Rusty Menzel. But we're not done. We've got to talk some more college football, and we will with Brian Fisher, guys, from Fox, because there's just a lot going on as we'll continue our conversation here coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up at 5, we will tell you what it will take to get the number one overall pick in this year's draft. And Falcon fans, I don't know if you wanted to do it. I I Mm. don't know if you'll want to do it. Right right now, let's talk to our guy, Brian uh, Fisher. He is a national college football writer for Fox and, Brian, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Mike and I spent a lot of time here over the last couple of days with this Tennessee lawsuit that's going on from the NCAA. What can you add to this conversation? Because we're just a little confused about why the NCAA is acting this way when there are no rules in place, as far as we know, when it comes to all this NIL stuff. What do you think about this? Well, you know, there, there are no rules, but there has been some, some uh, pretty clear guidance, I think, that, that has been laid out by the NCAA, especially their board. You know, this is this has kind of been uh, certainly an ongoing process, and I think that's kind of where the, the crux of, you know, Tennessee's anger, you know, about this is kind of you're, you're, you're moving the goalpost. And I believe that's what uh, AD Danny White kind of said in his latest uh, missive. But um, you know what, this is, this is one way, certainly, for Tennessee to kind of get their fans fired up and, and uh kind of set the narrative if you will but uh you know the bottom line is you know the ncaa thinks they have a pretty good case and this is going to come down to what is essentially kind of an old school extra benefits case you know i I think there's uh you know a lot of misinformation out there but the fact of the matter is uh about a year ago really over a little over a year ago um you know the ncaa kind of said you know look these collectives that that have sprouted up these are booster organizations and uh you know as, as a result of that uh, it's one thing for, for kids being on campus and, and them entering into a lot of these agreements. It's a whole other thing if they're getting involved in the recruiting process. And that truly is where uh, you know, the NCAA kind of wants to draw a line and, and really wants to make sure there is a, a very hard line in, in, in the sand that uh, nobody is stepping out of. And look, you know, Tennessee is kind of the first big one to get caught. There was a Florida State case uh, not too long ago, a little bit different circumstances. But um, you know, this, is, this is a big one, I think, for a big test for kind of NCAA rules in general and, and also kind of what – where, where we're at in terms of collectives and, and the NIL era in general in, in college football as well. Yeah, reading some of the stuff on the Tennessee case, it just, the best I can make of it, Brian, is they had a, their own collective, which also doubles as a marketing company. And when they recruited this big-time quarterback, it's like, well, he didn't have to go to Tennessee. We were just setting a deal up for him. So I, I'm not sure if that's going to stand up, but I think so many college football fans are saying, look, the NC2A, you've outlived your usefulness. You can still, you know, milk all the money out of basketball and the sports that nobody else watches, like, you know, the, the, the smaller program stuff. But do you ever see in our lifetime, like the Power 50 or the Power 75 Super Football Conference with its own set of rules? You know, I think we're moving towards that. You know, and certainly there's been a lot of discussion probably in the last month or so, you know, surrounding Charlie Baker, the NCAA president's proposal to kind of create another subdivision, if you will, in in college football to where you can kind of 
you know, have the, essentially the, those power schools, the, the ones that can truly afford uh, to, to kind of pony up a, a little bit more for their athletes to start paying, you know, at, at a minimum $30,000, but it could be, you know, even more from that. And I think a lot of people are still kind of working through how that would uh, kind of kind of play out. But I, I do get the sense, and I was never one of those folks, you know, a couple of years ago that said, oh, there's going to be this breakaway and, you know, you're going to talk about these super leagues and all that sort of thing. But you know, I, I think the changing legal nature of everything that's going on surrounding the NCAA has really kind of changed, in my opinion, changed a lot of people out there in college athletics' opinion that you know we we are headed towards some sort sort of breakaway or some sort of separation between you know those schools that really do take college football very seriously that that want to put in the resources, want to make sure their athletes are compensated uh, you know well, and and I think there there is going to be a point, and maybe I think probably in the next two years, uh, you know, where we're going to have to have some sort of movement, and whether that's uh, you know, necessitated by the courts, whether that's necessitated internally in terms of uh, some of these changes that you know we're kind of seeing uh, put through the NCAA process. Who knows? But uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think there is going to be some movement towards that. And uh, you know, what form it ultimately takes, I think, is anybody's guess at this point. Because right now, uh, it's like throwing darts on a dartboard, uh, just in terms of solutions, and nobody knows exactly what's going to stick. Brian Fisher, national college football writer for Fox, guys. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, ninety-two nine, the game how do you fix the portal? Because I look at the NFL and I go, look, Mike and I are going to be talking a lot about free agency, but it's a set time. We're not talking about free agency during the season. We're not talking about free agency before the Super Bowl, right? There's a set period of time. How do you fix the portal, Brian? And does the, the does you know the, the, the powers that be, the best college football coaches say, all these guys are saying the same thing. They don't like the way it works currently. So how do you fix it? Well, you know, I think there are going to be some changes coming up, uh, you know, to the portal. And, and there's been some nibbling around the edges. You know, it used to be, you know, a full 60-day window. Now it's 45. And, the, you know, there are changes in terms of, you know, the length of these windows and all that. And, and I think you're, you're going to see some further tweaks along that. I think everybody is kind of taking a look at the college football calendar. And, you know, thankfully, you know, thankfully, you know, the, the 12-team playoff is kind of an impetus to, to get something done, uh, you know, really in the next six months to say, hey, look, you know, this this might be a little bit of an interim period in 2024, but come 2025 and beyond, we we got to get some semblance of a balance. Uh, you know, in terms of the recruiting calendar, in terms of the transfer portal, uh, in terms of you know guys moving moving all these jobs. You know, just December is crazy for not only a lot of these head coaches, but you know their bosses, the administrators, the ads. You know, the the school presidents. Everybody kind of feels that calendar crunch um, come December. And so I think there has been you know some some meaningful progress, some certainly some discussions at the commissioner level that really kind of controls uh, a lot of the NLI structure and. and uh, are, are kind of fast movers in terms of maybe changing this, this calendar. And I, I would anticipate probably by the end of the summer, uh, you know, maybe there's some proposals starting to get floated in terms of maybe you move the transfer portal back, you know, until after the season. You know, maybe there are some some more unique changes uh, going on in terms of, uh, you know, when the ultimate signing day is. And I think there's been um, some pretty heavy discussion in terms of moving that December date uh, either backwards or forwards uh, up ahead of the season. So I, I think really all, everything, if you want to lump it into kind of a big, bucket of terms of talent acquisition i think that the way that you're going to get players in the future is going to be drastically different from kind of the, the chaos that we've seen uh these last couple of months and, and certainly these last couple of years talking with a brian fisher guys college football writer for fox sports here on the waitfor.com hotline we were talking earlier this hour about uh, the oc for alabama for now ryan grubb maybe going to look to the seattle job do you feel that uh, and we'll talk about ohio state in a second the moves they made but you think georgia's in the catbird seat despite the schedule to get back to number one and win this championship next year 
Yeah, you know, I, I think every year, you know, there's there's kind of those one or two programs that that feel like they're cut above, you know, kind of everybody else. And, and I think Georgia and Ohio State are kind of kind of twin spires there at, at the top of college football. And a lot of it has to do with, with their moves. And frankly, you know, what, what with what Kirby Smart has coming back, you know, you kind of tick a lot of the boxes in terms of he, he's got the depth. And, and that's going to be, I think, an, an even bigger portion of, you know, thinking about who can actually win the national title this year is who has that best jet depth. And when you look at Georgia and you look at the recruiting classes that they've stacked, yes, they've lost a couple of guys to either graduation or the portal. But in terms of the overall depth of that, that roster, in terms of where that program has been pointed, you kind of you kind of got to make them the favorite. Now, I think Ohio State, especially given what's happened in, in Ann Arbor, they've kind of been gearing up. They've been reloading. They've been uh, making sure, especially defensively, that they've, they've got a, a team that can compete on the field uh, with the likes of, of the Bulldogs. But uh, I kind of put both of those programs right there. One and one, to, you know, one and one A, if you will, uh, at the top of college football, just because of the depth and the elite talent that they have on their rosters. Brian, are we going to see more coaches do what uh, we saw with Jeff Halfley? You know, um, leave, and whether you're a head coach or an assistant, maybe just going to the NFL at this point is easier. Uh, listen, Harbaugh, we knew he wanted to go back to the NFL, but maybe he says it at some point. You know, all that's going on with college football was wearing on him. Nick Saban admitted as much. Are we going to see more of this as we continue to move along where it becomes more and more difficult to keep some of these college coaches and going to the NFL is the answer? Yeah, I think so. You know, and I think it's it's definitely some some unique circumstances, but I I think you're going to see this kind of coalescence, certainly uh, in terms of the power two conferences, in terms of the big 10 and the sec. And we've already seen it, uh, you know, with that Alabama move, you know, two, two sitting head coaches, a group of five programs ended up going, you know, to to be coordinators of a power two program. And I think you're going to see some similar tracks on that. uh, Just the resources, you know, you can not only double, you know, double, sometimes triple your salary going from a group of five head coaching job to a coordinator job. And, you know, people will, number one, look at that overall money number and say, all right, well, that, that's a good thing. But it's also a big entryway in terms of getting one of those two big jobs. You know, I, I think that, that whole old path of you kind of working your way at the coaching ladder, you start at a small school, you go to a little bit bigger school, and then you kind of get that power five uh, jump. You know, that, that's kind of out the window, I think, in, in talking with a lot of ADs. You know, they are looking for people that have been around those operations that are operating at a higher level. And then I think, you know, that, that kind of spills over a little bit into the NFL gigs. Now, I think they're the, the number of NFL openings and, and some of the, the openings and, and you've got the ownership changes and all that, I think that did kind of play into a, a bit of a factor with, with people like Harbaugh making the jump. But, um, you know, to be honest, I, I think still you're, you're still going to see that crossover between the college football and the NFL. I, I don't know if we're, we're going to see a massive trend uh, of people following kind of the Jeff Halfley trend. But, um, you know, for, for a lot of guys, you know, especially at the kind of mid-level coaching careers, if you're a defensive line coach, if you're a linebacker's coach, you know, that, that is where the, the real talent drain in college football, I think it's going to have happen towards the NFL is those guys just don't want to deal with the, the constant pressure of, of having to recruit, having to, um, you know, constantly really 24 <laughs> seven, right. keep up with some of the guys that, that are kind of in their, their purview in terms of recruiting. And, you know, when you can go and jump to the NFL, it, it's not only an easier gig, you're probably going to get paid about the same and, and just the, the, the day-to-day life is, is much improved. And so I think that more than anything is really where people got to be concerned about the talent drain, less so on the head coaching level, more so kind of in the middle of the pack, those position coaches and whatnot. Hey, Brian, before we cut you loose, Brian Fisher from uh, Fox guys with us here on the waitfor.com hotline. We need a quarterback here in Atlanta. We got options, but of all the college guys, you feel Caleb Williams is obviously the slam dunk. Cade May, Jaden Daniels. Uh, who, who you think, uh, who's got the most upside or who's going to be the best at the next level? I, I still think Caleb Williams is, is kind of the guy, um, you know, and, and I, I don't think it, even though the, the season wasn't what he wanted at, at USC this year, I, I think it, he's still cut a cut above 
kind of everybody. I think when you look at kind of the, the ultimate ceiling, he has the highest there and, and even the highest floor. You know, I think he, he's going to be a little bit less erratic than somebody like a Drake May coming in. Um, you know, not to say that Drake May is, is not, uh, not a guy that is capable of, you know, leading a team to the Super Bowl, but uh, I think there's going to be a very interesting and I think healthy debate between Drake May kind of at, at that 2-3 spot along with Jaden Daniels. I mean, you look at the tape, there's a reason why the guy won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, you know, he adds a little bit more with his legs, maybe not quite that kind of NFL caliber, you know, 6-3, you know, got the laser rocket arm, you know, looks the part, uh, but he, he adds that dimension dimension with his legs, and I think he's going to be a very interesting uh, concept, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if we kind of get uh, quarterbacks kind of go 1-2-3, and then ultimately we kind of get guys like a Bo Nix coming in at later in the first round. you got others that are kind of in that mix uh, along with Michael Penix as well. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we kind of have kind of challenge or at least push towards uh, that, that ultimate record of six guys uh, at the position going in the first round. Brian, great stuff, man. We appreciate you stopping by. Follow him, guys. College football writer for Fox. He does a terrific job, and uh, appreciate you stopping by and filling in the blanks for us today. Take care, Brian. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good to be on. Cool. Um, Mike, interesting stuff, man. I, look, it, college football's not broke. Right. But they got a lot of stuff they got to fix. And that's that's part of this. Like, it, it, mm. we're still going to watch the games. We still love our teams. But there are a lot of things that need to be fixed, and I just don't know if they're going to be able to do that in right. one offseason. That's that's the key, man. Hey, what do we got coming up in Guy Talk, Mike? All right, man, a new invention, Carl. They're doing some beta testing on a, a device you would wear as you sleep to help control your dreams. Ooh. Sounds like Total Recall a little bit. <laughs> I'll get you the details Wade. on that. I want to go to Mars. <laughs> and blockbuster news from the world of Formula One. One of the most famous athletes on the planet. Going to change employers. We'll explain. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's time for fun. It's time for guy talk. It's time for shenanigans. Brought to you by Hooters. If the game is on, it's on at Hooters. Any conference, all season long. Welcome to Atlanta. 
Where the players play. Hey, man, uh, Carl, we missed this yesterday after the uh, the Lakers uh, game with LeBron in town and the Hawks. Uh, a couple guys sent me the video. Apologize. Uh, there's video by now you may have seen. It's going viral. Apparently, the Migos decided to shoot a video uh, with a guy holding the camera right there on the baseline seats while the game was in progress at State Farm on Tuesday. That I didn't see that. You're right. I, I didn't know that. Uh, did they get permission, or was this kind of a last-second I don't know. I mean, thing? the Migos got a, we'll have to ask Steve Cooden if there was permission. No, it was pretty funny. Uh, they had, weren't they, like, throwing money around, too, in this yeah, store? had, like, a whole stack of money in his hand, just sitting on the front row with, like, <laughs> hundreds, cr- like, just thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah, some guy from L.A. put a post on Twitter, goes, is Atlanta even a real place? And I hit him back. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, where the players play. So, yeah, pretty cool. It made, it made me think of that. So, you just uh, search Migos and Hawks, and you'll see the video. It's pretty wild out there. funny, dude. Hey, I caught this story. I get most of my prep, Carl, from the New York Post. Um, The dreams at night that you're dreaming, could you believe that at some time in our lifetime, maybe you can find a way to manipulate them a little bit? Now, this is the plan. Get your to Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Total. He's having a total recall. Uh, A dream halo right out of sci-fi. Company uh, claims that this halo device company is called Prophetic. The tech startup, an AI headband that they say allows wearers to control their dreams. In a lucid dream, the dreamer can control the dream world, dream narrative, speak to dream characters, and much more, the website promises. Dude, this freaks me out because you're right. And I, we just talked about this. I love right. Total Recall. I hate the remake. Right. Um I don't know if I want to be controlling that, Mike. Like, well, I, I, I don't know if I want to do that. Because just like the movie, you may wind up with a psychotic embolism. <laughs> um, the company, He's having an episode. <laughs> the company has opened registration. Here's where it gets interesting, guys, for beta users. So just look up Prophetic, P-H-R-O-P-H-E-T-I-C, if this is somebody who melatonin is not working for. Uh, they're looking for beta testers. They're looking for, I think, about 1,000 people. Uh, and, again, there's a lot of moving parts to this. But uh, here's the quote. Looking for those who've been successful participants in lucid dream studies to help us build the world's largest EEG database, oh, boy, on lucid dreams, every dreamer will be given a ZMAX headset and access to our app to upload data for model training. Pro- See, this sounds like you're going to come out like a vegetable if things go wrong. <laughs> We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. The wearer, you know, once you get into REM sleep, you know, which is the deep sleep, uh, then it sends signals to the brain to, like, make the dream. So uh, those who wish to order a Halo can reserve a headset by putting down a $100 deposit. Device will have an estimated price tag of two grand. I don't want people in my head, Mike. Yeah, well, no, you're going to control the narrative. So you really, truly could do the one where you get to be on the beach with Cindy Crawford or you win the lottery or I'm a Formula <laughs> yeah. One driver. Until they want to change the dream <laughs> right. remotely. But what happens if you die in the dream? The first thousand people to make a deposit will get the free gear and the year of using the app. Uh, interesting. So, again, if you want to check this out, Prophetic is the website. So, check that out. All right. From sweet dreams, Carl, to a nightmare cruise. Uh, I'm still lukewarm on the idea of cruising. I know that some people love it and do it, you know, multiples during the year in their retirement or whatever. But listen to this. More than 130 people on board a canard cruise ship that left from Florida mysteriously struck with a bout of diarrhea, cha-cha-cha, Uh-oh. and vomiting. At oh. least 120 passengers, 15 crew members. On the Queen Victoria, and this is one that went from, I guess, Jacksonville all the way to San Francisco through the, uh, the Panama Canal. Uh, it set off on January 22nd, and the Center for Disease Control said uh, an alert. The cause is not known, but apparently there's over 120 people that are not having a hard time. 
Um, they're saying, and the CDC says, diarrhea, vomiting. But here's where it gets interesting. Somebody went on social media, a passenger named Miranda Hill. She told, uh, I guess, First Coast News, which I presume is a Jacksonville news site, about her bout of illness. Uh, apologize if you're having a late lunch or early dinner. My throw up was bright blue. Oh. And I've never eaten anything blue. And every time I look at that, uh, I got to feel it's some kind of food poisoning. Oh. Now, there is nothing worse, by the way. Blue? Have you ever? I've never done that. No, not Even blue. after drinking a lot of vodka and eating blueberries. <laughs> She's from Avatar. She's the Navi. What the heck? <laughs> Uh, what's the blue blue liqueur? What's that called? Blue uh, Curacao. 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 I, yeah. I've had those drinks, but even yeah. then, I've not thrown up the blue. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Well, from blue puke to a trouble on a blue a jet blue flight on Tuesday night. Uh, this one was coming from the UK to New York. Once again, some knucklehead got overserved and gets hammered on the plane. Starts running up and down the aisle, hitting the back of the seat backs. Fracas yeah. went down Tuesday night. You may have already seen this. It was flying from Gatwick, which is actually an easy way to fly in and out of London, uh, as opposed to Heathrow, for those of you thinking about a European trip, uh, flying at JFK. In the footage, aggressive man struggling. Four other guys say enough's enough, and they just they basically take this guy down. And a bunch of dudes, you know, nutted up and did it. Meanwhile, you can hear the lady, the girl from the background, get off of his face. <laughs> Stop him. Stop fighting. Yeah. And, uh, again, Englishman who can't hold his liquor. Not that we haven't seen that before, Carl. Uh, when the intoxicated man tried again to escape, one of the four guys held him down, uh, told the other guys, that's it, that's enough, take him down. So they, they basically just, at that point, all four guys are sitting on this dude. They managed to move the guy down the aisle where two cabin crew members were, and luckily they keep zip ties on the plane. So, and uh, it was freaking people out. You had people with kids, older people. You got you can hear on the video. You've got don't worry, I'm right here. So some little yeah, you got you know because you don't think about that. Little kids got to see adults acting like you know complete morons, right? Yeah, no doubt, man. I mean that's the thing you you don't think about it in the moment because you right. know you just want to get people under control. But yeah, the kids it it always it's, it's traumatizing. A couple guys on social media, hey, thanks to the four dudes who stepped up due to their brave and brilliant efforts and the flight crew. They didn't have to divert the flight because you know once you're over the North Atlantic, the options are like Iceland or Greenland. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> or landing in Newfoundland. So that would that would put a dent in your flight plans. JetBlue did not immediately respond to the comment, uh, to the post uh, request for comment. All right, big, big story. A couple of big ones. I didn't get to it yesterday because I don't know how much it plays, but Andretti wants to get into Formula One. They were turned down by the FIA or by Formula One itself, said that uh, they're not ready yet and they don't want a team that's going to suck for the first couple of years. Eventually, Carl, GM, and Cadillac are going to get involved uh, with Andretti. But that was a big story. The bigger story drops today. Lewis Hamilton, one of the highest-paid athletes on the planet, is going to leave Mercedes-Benz, where he's won uh, five of his six world titles. Where's he going? Ferrari. What? Yes, he's gonna he's gonna drive this year, and that means everybody, all the ladies who love Carlos Sainz, the most beautiful Spaniard in the world, he is, he is. is going to be leaving. If you fight, if you watch Drive to Survive, uh, it's going to be bananas. A lot of guys are hitting me up on Twitter saying, "Mike, is Ferrari any good?" Ferrari. And I sometimes said, "Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be." Sh- <laughs> And that's the best way to describe Ferrari. Uh, Red Bull has been obviously dominating. Guys, real quick, in a nutshell, I know not everyone's a Formula One guy, but when they went to the new rule changes, the new aerodynamics two years ago, Red Bull was really ahead of Mercedes, which is crazy when you think about all the resources Mercedes has. And Lewis has struggled with the car. His best finish is second in Brazil a couple years back. Ferrari, Carl, they're close, but they always hit it again. Hit it again, Oren. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be 
They just are their own worst enemy. You know, forgetting to have the tires ready for the pit stop, really that's bad awesome. strategy, infighting, everything you've seen in Ford versus Ferrari or the Ferrari. I mean, everything that still happens at Ferrari. So it'll be interesting to see if Lewis, because you could argue, Carl, they're this close, and Lewis is such an amazing talent he that is. his skill could close that gap. So we got to wait. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be <laughs> But we've got to wait till 25 for this. Uh, Charles, I'm excited now, man. I'm tell you what, I've I'm always, excited. I've always, I've always liked Lewis, you know, but he's never been on my favorite team. Correct. Oh yeah. man, this is going to be epic. But uh, again, that'll be happening in 2025. No uh, word yet who's going to replace him, but there's a number of rumors at Mercedes. Anyway, there's your guy talk. Brought to you by Duke Bell. Hey man, ale. Ferrari. I love it, man. Hey, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, the latest with the hirings around the NFL. But we got to talk about one thing, Falcon fans, and that is. Are you willing to give up what it takes to get to the number one pick? We're going to tell you what that is next on Sports Radio 929 The Game. You see, it's my body I've got there, and I want it back. <laughs> Sorry to be an Indian giver, but I was here first. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.